Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Chris will deal with it. Shaming a suspicious solicitor. So last month, while working from HQ, I spotted a solicitor dropping flyers off through my neighborhood. I'm going to share this odd story and strategies you can use to better identify red flags around suspicious sales tactics to protect yourself and your neighbors. And if you're a local business looking to drum up business door-to-door, heed the warnings within. So let's start with the solicitor. I'm working in an afternoon. It's a nice day outside. And this guy, I hear him dropping a flyer off my neighbor's mailbox. He walks back. As he walks past my driveway again on the other side of the street, he just kind of pokes his head over and sees me and then like walks right up into my garage and says, hi. I'm like, hi, what's going on? So, I mean, this guy is a little bit squirrely, seems decent enough of a guy, but he kind of dressed like Marv from Home Alone, the taller one, beanie, a thermal jacket, fingerless gloves. You know, the scraggly hair was a bit of a put off, but, you know, he talked about how he was there to drop flyers off because he had a company and wanted to know. It got into a little bit of a conversation, but he's just kind of looking around the garage talking about, you know, oh, it's a cool setup with the computer. You, you work from home. It just struck me, it struck an odd tone with me, but he handed me a flyer and walked away. I said, all right, fine. But soon afterwards, I recognized that something was strange and I was replaying the interaction in my mind and I was compelled to dig a bit deeper. So I'm going to break this down to four areas. One, soliciting a suspicious. Two, inspect the sales collateral. Three, notify the authorities if necessary. And four, remain cautious. So number one, soliciting a suspicious. So to solicit is to approach with a request or a plea. And door-to-door soliciting may be against your local town ordinances. It actually isn't mine. I didn't know this till later. So Before you start distributing flyers or knocking on doors as a business, you might want to check that. Even still, it's become a lot more difficult in modern culture to get right up on someone's property, introduce yourself face-to-face, and expect them to become a customer. People have a wide variety of comfort regarding personal space, hygienic comfort, especially after the time of COVID, and the sanctity of their property. By going door-to-door, you are trespassing. Mailboxes too. I mean, the only people actually putting things in or taking something out of someone's mailbox are the mailbox owners and postal employees. It is illegal to put anything other than mail in a mailbox. It's also illegal for a non-postal employee to place something in someone's mailbox. And I'll add that soliciting is way more rampant digitally too, since the cost and physical barriers to spamming are significantly reduced. I mean, how many times have I gotten a connection invite on LinkedIn and immediately get a pitch via direct message? That person pretty quickly gets blocked and I'll never do business with their company. I do business with people I know, or at the very least, with those who take the time and effort to get to know me and my business. I have the expectation that someone trying to sell me something puts in the work to customize their pitch to my needs and or situations. So I urge you not to settle for services that market like this. It just perpetuates the behavior and lowers our expectations of service. My advice here to businesses is simple. Don't spam people. It's really simple. 
So part two of this, inspect the sales collateral. So getting back to my story, I mean, this flyer had some weird elements. Anytime a company hands you something mildly relevant or interesting, do a bit of homework to eliminate any red flags. Are they asking for any sensitive or personal information? Are they registered to do business in your state? You should go to the website for your state's Department of State or Secretary of State, and they'll have a business registry lookup service. Make sure it's a .gov website and not some other service. Check where the company is registered. Does the information match the sales collateral you were given? So in the case of my suspicious solicitor, I make great titles for somebody that talks with a bit of a lisp, the business name on the business card was listed as an LLC, and that same business name was not registered with the state of New Jersey. A similar one was. Now, this might just be stupidity or ignorance, but if you've gone through all the effort to open a business, and trust me, it's an effort, why use a different name on the card and a different name and logo on the crappy flyers or quotation? Does the company have a website that lists a physical address? Is that address searchable on Google Maps and associated with the business? If they only have a Facebook page, it's also a red flag. Do they have proper licensing and insurance for the products or services being offered? Again, you're looking for consistency in how they handle their business. In this case, I was being asked to trust someone to do work on my property. I've worked too hard to open myself to unknown liabilities because of a poorly managed business. Again, if anything is out of the ordinary with any of these questions, just avoid the company. Again, I'm looking at this flyer and it's just so bizarre. Uh, they clearly grabbed the image off the internet and just printed it. It's got the time and date stamps. It's got... Um, a lot of Photoshop over someone else's advertisements, just the phone number. It, it's nothing's inherently wrong with it, but it just the whole attitude of the guy paired with it just screamed of being shady. And the way he was casing out my garage, or at least that's how it appeared to me, just started giving me a bad feeling. So coming around the early afternoon on a weekday, you don't expect a lot of people to be home. And that could be someone casing out a neighborhood for seeing who's home, who's not. I did punch the company name that I found on the flyer onto Google Maps and another company showed up. I called that company. They told me they don't do business in my county at all. It turns out my solicitor was utilizing a business name similar to their trademark. So this business actually followed up promptly with information related to the solicitor trying to use their name to drum a business for their own LLC. Due to the bizarre flyer and the Marv-like tendencies of this guy, I went so far as to call our local police department Worried that this guy really was scoping out the neighborhood under false pretenses. Uh, it doesn't hurt to have a little precaution here. The police came by. They took a photo of the flyer. They took down a description of Marv. They did inform me soliciting was against town ordinances. They would keep an eye out. But there really is little that they can do. But at least they were aware of it and can run some additional patrols. And then afterwards, remain cautious. I mean, I double-checked my home security setup just to be on the safe side. I also let my neighbors know to ignore the shady flyers and what I learned about the situation. And if you listen to my recent Blizzard Wizard episode, there is a lot about the importance of connecting with your neighbors, making sure you have that community network. So let's say you are looking for contractors or home services. Never use a solicitor. Seek out bona fide recommendations from friends or family in the area. Search and seek out registered companies and contact them. If you're doing something for the first time, be sure to get multiple quotes. Not only will you level set the market, you're going to get different perspectives and be able to separate the trustable from the suspicious. And contractors will sometimes intentionally price something so high because they don't want the work, but they'll gladly do it if someone's foolish enough to pay the crazy rate for it. So let's take this back to a business owner. If you own a local service business, 
you have to focus your growth with positive client outcomes and word of mouth. Now, this could take the form of a referral rebate or future discounts. Have a method to inform customers, track their referrals, and most importantly, a mechanism to thank them for helping your business. I'd like to close the episode by quoting Derek Sivers in his incredible book on marketing, Your Music and People, a book that I keep coming back to for inspiration on growing my own business. Now, this quote echoes one of the main messages I have for our sloppy solicitor. People send business to people they like. Even if it starts professional, get personal as soon as possible. Be a friend. That's how things are done. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriscroyder.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources from today's episode, sign up to the CDWI mailing list, or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. That's C-H-R-I-S-K-R-E-U-T-E-R.com, or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Chris Will Deal With It.